0: You're listening to Comedy Central. We're now about one month away from the first dose of the coronavirus vaccine. I know, crazy, right? It feels like it was just yesterday when we were punching grannies for toilet paper, but it'll still be at least six months before there's enough vaccine for everybody which means the fight is now on to elbow your way to the front of the line. Today, a CDC advisory panel is meeting to vote on recommendations about who will get the vaccines first once they're approved by the FDA. With only enough medicine for about 20 million people expected by the end of this year, authorities are having to prioritize. Already, health officials have said that seniors with underlying health conditions and doctors who treat COVID patients should be put at the front of the line. It will ultimately be up to state and local officials to choose where the doses go first. Ooh, this is gonna be the big drama of 2021. Who is gonna get priority for the vaccine? Because look, everyone agrees that the first groups who should get this vaccine should be the frontline healthcare workers, right? Then should be people named Trevor, then seniors. Very important to protect our seniors. Then people named Trevor again, I mean, in case the first time didn't take, and then we protect those who have pre-exist, like, you know, the people. Yeah, We just gotta get the order right. And I know they're gonna prioritize people based on risk and health, but if you ask me, America has already figured out the best way to decide how to distribute rewards. And that's right, I'm talking about vaccine ninja warrior. Oh yeah, who wants to survive? (laughs) Dr. Fauci and other experts are warning that the United States is about to enter a wave within a wave, as the already skyrocketing number of cases gets a post-Thanksgiving surge. It's the only Thanksgiving leftover you don't look forward to. Well, after Brussels sprouts. And let's be honest, guys, another surge is exactly what America doesn't need right now. Cases and hospitalizations are already breaking new records. And I know nobody wants to give up Christmas, but guys, maybe there are some traditions that we can do without. You will not see a lot of red noses in the city this year. That's because SantaCon, that pub crawl, has been canceled. The flash mob meets pub crawl event raises money for charity, but they've been criticized because of some participants' booze-fueled antics. An announcement of the SantaCon website says, quote, remain home and stay on the good list. We're all in this together. What? SantaCon is canceled? No! Now how will children ever get to see Santa Claus passed out on the sidewalk without pants? Those poor kids are losing out on a tradition. Can I be honest? I never thought SantaCon would get canceled before Santa. Yeah, because I thought for sure that Santa would have been canceled by now. I mean, let's face it, the dude is problematic as hell. He sneaks into everyone's homes, he goes to malls to have kids sit on his lap, and he's kissed all of our moms? Yo, how is this dude still around? But if you ask me, they don't need to cancel SantaCon. Just make it virtual, like everything else this year, you know, do the whole thing over Zoom. And then instead of throwing up on the sidewalk, you throw up on your keyboard. It's not perfect, but it's the next best thing. Now, some people are happy that SantaCon is canceled because they say that those Santas just get drunk and act obnoxious in the streets. But I don't know about that, guys. I mean, every year I get drunk and I dress up as Santa and I don't act any different. Well, I'll tell you what I want for Christmas, a brand new sled and a piece of that ass. Ho, ho, ho! That's right, give it to me, James. Ah. The world hit a major milestone as Great Britain became the first country to officially approve a fully tested vaccine. So big congratulations, Britain. It's amazing how much you can get done when you don't waste time combing your hair. And you know, this is really, really great news for the world, unless Britain decides to use this opportunity to get revenge. So it turns out we've gotten the vaccine and we'll be handing it out to all of our colonies, all of, oh, oh, that's right. You didn't want to be colonies anymore. Oh, look at that, I guess more vaccine for me. Oh, ah oh, how you like that now, India? So safety and precaution is fantastic, but there is one country who might be taking their precautions a little too far. Belgium is putting a four-person limit on holiday parties during the coronavirus pandemic. Officials say all gatherings must be held outdoors in a yard or garden, and only one guest will be allowed to enter the house to use the bathroom during the entire party. If you really have to go to the toilet, there will be nothing else to do but return home, said a government spokesperson. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Only one person at the party is allowed to use the bathroom? That is a terrible idea! For starters, how do they decide? Who gets to be the designated bathroom user, huh? Does the host tell you in advance? Do they regulate your nog intake or do they just decide based on what you ate? And you know the worst part about not being able to use the bathroom is you lose your excuse for bailing on a conversation. That's the only reason you go to a bathroom at a party. Now you're just gonna have to be honest. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, yeah, I've got to go. No, I I don't have to use the bathroom. I just don't want to talk about your kids anymore. Yeah, I, I hate them right now. I don't even know them. Of course, it's at least possible to practice social distancing at a garden party. You can at least try, but it's much more difficult at a sex party. So when authorities in Belgium discovered that people were throwing an orgy in violation of the lockdown, police were sent to break it up. But that's when the real scandal began. A Hungarian member of the European Parliament has resigned after breaking lockdown rules by attending what's been described as a gay sex party in Brussels. Josef Shaya who has previously backed anti-LGBT legislation in Hungary, admitted attending the party, which was broken up by police. Prosecution in Brussels have simply said that they were there raiding a party which appeared to be breaking coronavirus uh, lockdown restrictions. There are also reports in the Bulgarian media that he tried to run away from the party by climbing down a drainpipe, and that uh, he was then caught by the police in the street. Damn. I can't believe a homophobic politician was caught at a gay sex party going down a drainpipe, and then he tried to escape. High five! And by the way, being at an illegal sex party when the police storm in must be so awkward because you don't even realize it's a real police raid until it's too late. Think about it, you probably just assumed that somebody ordered stripper cups. Oh yes, officer, I have been a really naughty boy. Wow, real handcuffs, you take this seriously. (laughs) But yes, my friends, once again, another anti-gay politician has been caught in a gay sex scandal. Which, by the way, there's nothing scandalous about gay sex. The scandal is that they said we're anti-gay, gay gay is bad, and turns out they were doing it. And honestly, part of me feels bad for these politicians because clearly they've lived in a society that has made them so terrified of who they are and they hate themselves and the people that they go to these extreme lengths when they don't need to. Half the time, it's not about family values. They just don't want somebody dating their ex. The coronavirus pandemic. It's the only thing in the news, and it's the reason you know what all your coworkers' bedrooms look like without creating a problem for HR. Right now, things are not looking good all over the world, and especially not in the United States. In fact, Robert Redfield, the director of the CDC and man whose face got put on upside down by God, said yesterday that the next few months could be the most difficult in the public health history of this nation even worse than the six month stretch when you couldn't go anywhere without hearing baby shark. We thought that was the pandemic. The good news is though, that a vaccine is around the corner, but you still need to get enough people to get the vaccine so that people are immune. And let's face it, in a country where millions of people refuse to even wear a mask, there's a good chance that many of them will resist getting an injection, which is sort of like a mask that hurts. So that's why some high profile people from across the political spectrum are forming a supergroup to promote the vaccine. In a show of presidential leadership in this health crisis, three former presidents are ready to roll up their sleeves to bolster public confidence in the new coronavirus vaccines. Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton all volunteering to get their shots on camera once the FDA authorizes a vaccine. Clinton and Obama got on board after President Bush apparently reached out to Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Birx to see how he could help promote the vaccine. Now that is some presidential leadership, offering to get the vaccine on live TV before everybody else to boost public confidence. Also, it's a great way to sneak ahead to the front of the line. I see you, Barry. Yeah, I see you. You and Bill and George snatching those first shots, ha ha! No hate, fellas, game recognized game. And you know the game's not gonna stop there. Cause I bet there's gonna be one smart secret service agent who's gonna be like, did somebody say shot? I'll protect you. He's gonna jump in front of the needle and be like, ah, I got vaccinated for you. Now, you might be wondering, why hasn't President Trump also offered to take the vaccine with these other presidents? Well, by the time the vaccines are available, he'll also be a former president, but don't forget, he beat Corona already. So he's immune. Also, he can't go before the other presidents because he'll take all the lollipops. I'm actually glad that Trump isn't part of this event because you know that he would find a way to make things awkward. I'm not getting the vaccine in front of the camera. I don't want anybody seeing my butt. Uh, Sir, they do the shot in your arm. Too late, I already dropped my pants. Not to mention, watching them get the vaccine on TV doesn't really help. What we really need to do is watch them 24-7 for a few weeks after the vaccine so that we can see that it's safe, you know? So they all need to live together in a house where we can see them eat and sleep and hang out, and ooh, maybe they could do challenges and vote each other off. We don't even need a vaccine. Let's just make this show. Of course, until there is a vaccine, it'll be more important than ever to continue following social distancing guidelines. Now, the good news is that a lot of politicians have been speaking out very clearly about the need for us in the public to stay safe. The bad news is, that these politicians haven't all been practicing what they preach. A number of Democratic leaders apologizing or reversing course after multiple occurrences of do as I say, not as I do. They have been caught not following their own coronavirus guidelines. In San Francisco, Mayor London Breed facing backlash after it was revealed that she attended a birthday party last month at the French Laundry, the famed and exclusive Napa Valley restaurant with seven other people at her table. And when this party happened, such gatherings were discouraged by statewide guidelines. The day before Breed's dinner at the French Laundry, Governor Gavin Newsom also attended a party there with at least a dozen other people from different households. Denver Mayor Michael Hancock told residents of his city to skip large Thanksgiving dinners. And then he promptly appeared at the Denver airport and flew to Mississippi to spend the holiday with his wife and daughter. Before Thanksgiving, the mayor of Austin, Texas had this message for his city. We need to, you know, stay home if you can. Do everything you can to try to, to keep the numbers down. This is not the time to, to relax. But it turns out, when he gave that warning, Mayor Steve Adler wasn't home. He was on vacation in the swanky Mexican resort of Cabo San Lucas. No, man, come on. What is it with these Democrats? Hey, everybody, this is your mayor here, telling you to stay home and stay safe. Do the right thing. All my boys in the pool know what I'm talking about. Say what's up, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we live living that Cabo life, bitches. Like, I'm sorry, man. Everyone has given up their lives, and then you've got these politicians who are just hypocrites out here. What, do you guys think corona respects your office too much to come after you? Because don't forget, it got the president of the United States. It's not gonna be starstruck by governor hair And yeah, I know that Republicans are also having big indoor parties. I know that. Some people are like, oh, Trevor, what about the Republicans? Yeah, everyone expects them to be doing this. The official Republican Party platform right now is just... <coughs> In fact, in a way, these Democrats are even worse than the anti-Moskers because of their hypocrisy. At least when those dudes break the rules, they're open about it. anti mosque people are just walking around in bars, breathing into each other's faces. Hey, do you have any COVID in you? Would you like some? (sighs) The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.